DK. Absolutely not. That's dumb on both sides. He's got Javante. That's a trade that does nothing. He's got Javante Williams. I want Javante Williams. Not that bad. Not bad enough to get rid of DK. This is a long-term league, homie. I got that. All right. Dude, you see Backbreakers has five losses in a row at this point. Yeah, that's bad news. Come on, man. I don't really know what other parts of that trade I would make, but I made him better. You make everybody better. That's your thing. That's what you do. The proceeding was recorded earlier because we were ashamed to do it now. Yo, what up, yo? Time is running out. It's for real, though. Let's connect. Politics, ditto. We can trade places. Lift it in the staircase. Word up. Peace. Incarcerated. Scarface. Welcome to the cast, where the only thing that stays the same is the name. You never know who's going to show up, but you know it's going to be a good time. Let's get into this week's show. And you know what's better? We're back for week number 13. Lucky number 13, lucky number 13. This is the cast, Alcoholics Fantasy Football League. Gilpin's here. What's up, G? How are you? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Another week. I got to win. Spry? Yeah, you seem a little happy. It's two in a row. It's two in a row, man. Two, one, two. Is that a, is that a trend? It was rivalry week. I was excited all week about that. So, yeah, I, and we got to, got a little turkey in there. I got to, to see it. I got to see firsthand uh, the, the excitement of one of our, our the league leader <sighs> right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just had a bad week, man. It's just a bad week. You know, it's just it's just one of those things. I took an L. I made some dumb decisions. I took my stinker tinker on the road. I literally tinkered while driving to Clarksville. I mean, as you told me, nothing good happens on the way to Clarksville. I agree. Especially well, when that's the final destination. So, yeah, man, I get what I get. Hey, well, what you got and what we got was the first team that locked into the playoff spot. Congratulations, Wad. You're in. Boo. That's all I got to say about that, man. But that does lead us to the fact that there is now a three-way tie for the last spot, man, even with uh, – and it's a losing record. I mean, this is ridiculous. That means everybody who's technically in the – well, almost everybody in the Mikey is still in it for the big boy as well, which is – I mean, that's crazy. That we're talking week 13 and people, everybody's still in it? That's crazy. That's crazy talk. So you're saying there's still a chance? That's what she said. But, you know, I, I digress. <laughs> hey, we're starting division play this week. That means you're back to playing everybody in your group. You got a three-game stretch here to get yourself stretched out into the playoffs. Get your popcorn, boys, because it's going to get interesting. See y'all after the break. I'm here. I'm World just too much I'm, attention. I'm here. We're we're at the end, so let's just move. <laughs> All right, let's just move back from the break and get into these results from week twelve. The results from week twelve. I'm not real happy about it, so I'm gonna let G talk about this because I I'd, I'd like to skip this section today to be dead honest. 
Well, overall, we got to five and one for our projections in week 12. Max was the lone curve buster. Thanks a lot, Max. We appreciate that. The first game we'll talk about, though, is, is was one of my favorites. I got to watch it. It was ugly. It was almost like historically ugly. Check something off the list. Wad has now beaten every single one of us. You should be proud. Whoever you are, wherever you're listening to this, you lost to Wad. Congratulations. Um, got us all. He actually doubled up Kamish almost one point shy. It was an 80.6, 86-point beatdown. He almost doubled up the Kamish. It was an 86-point beatdown. Kamish didn't break 100. It's it's ugly in the low country right now. Yeah, man. I, let's move on. And our move. next matchup. <laughs> the battle of mic control the mikey's like it and it actually splits there is no mic control the chicken dinner his kicker got 26 points in a 55 point beatdown. that's a kicker that's pretty that's pretty impressive um he's got some issues coming up though some of his players a little bit hurt cmc and debo check your roster spot out yeah man cmc done for a year so we go ahead and put that out there because everybody knows it now but that's crazy I'm a Panthers fan. Here's the crazy part: since we, when since we paid him, he has start started and finished five games for Matt Rule as the head coach. Five. Wow, that's pretty good. That's a rookie deal. No, no, no. He's on his big deal right now. Oh, that's even. We already better. paid him. We already paid him last year. Since he got paid before 2020 started. In the last two years, he's played five full games. Hmm, that's a good investment. So, it's like Saquon. No, we won't talk about that. Moving on, <laughs> in to just to epitomize, it was rivalry week. It's the I suck bowl. So we we came up with a, a trade, and here's what happened. I, he traded me a player that I put on my bench. I traded him a player that he put in his roster and I got 19.4 points. Fantastic. Here's 20 points. Boom. Um, still not enough though. Cause I won sweep. I sweep the eye suck bowl. It is now 16 to 15 in favor of me over the life champs. Uh, I fixed in a, in a lost year, I fixed the, the, the biggest issue that could ever plague a team. Yeah, man. It kind of sucks that you won by two though. I don't give a damn. I'm really hoping. Go oh, oh I, I mean, knowing me, watch out for that stat adjustment next week. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah. don't get let's, too comfortable. Let's record it right. Matchup is riding the hottest team in the league, playing the team with the worst record, the worst streak in the league right now. I mean, you got Max at four in a row, and you got Leeds losing five in a row. I mean, we we knew exactly how this was going to go, and it cleaned up the way it was supposed to be. Uh, FEI took it 154 to 119. I mean, it was a it was a quick 35 point beating, which means in the battle of that's my backup. Yeah, that's my backup. Like, damn, Leach, you really were just backing him up all season. Like, I mean, don't don't ta- like Leach. Come on, dog, don't fall out of the playoffs, man. Like, you were running hardcore all season, and now it is just falling apart. Oh, but it is what it is. Well, no courtesy flushes this year as Barney sweeps the toilet bowl. Oh my goodness. Uh, 16 points, Barney, 17, 14, Oslo. It's, it's going in Barney's favor. Yeah, man. I mean, Barney dropped, walked in, dropped a D and left. The game of the week. 
The game of the week. The game of the week is this last one. We had the number three point scorer. Unfortunately, in a week where you score the third amount of points, you're like, yes, it's going to be good. It's going to take it. Um, But he played the one. So Shomer Shabbos. Sorry, didn't work out this week. Battle of the Front Room, it splits for 2021. Mr. Moon, uh, the number one point scorer of the week. Here's one thing about Shomer. He had four players combined for .5 points, three of them with zeros. And yet, he still could have won if he would made one defensive switch. That game, that all the points this week were was in that game. That's crazy. I mean, it's just yeah, it was crazy that score went that high that fast. But that leads us to this week's uh, stats. Average score, 136. Average score is 136. Our average margin of victory with the uh, beating that I took included, it was 34. If you remove the 86-point ass whooping, it was 23, which means those are pretty competitive matches at 23. You're looking at one or two players. So, I mean, it was, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good where everybody's at. That leads us through a lot of numbers. But that also means that we have some awards for those numbers. Let's jump over to our awards. Who is high as a kite? It's definitely got to be the Urban Achievers after dropping 181 this week. Ouch. That's that's a lot. We still nobody's in the dub club. Nobody's been in the dub for for many many weeks. Now that means scoring just kind of leveled out, leveled out. But hey. Debo's beat down. Ah. Oh, well, this one goes to my brother-in-law, Wad, for an 87-point beatdown of the commish. I love reporting those. <laughs> In a week that you you didn't score 100, bud. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll, we'll talk more about it here in just a moment. <clears throat> As the we Just do- Damn Lucky Award goes to you. Because your punk ass somehow won by two points, even though you tricked it off and didn't use the guy you traded for, and he did, and you still somehow won, even though you should have lost. But you just got damn lucky. Yes, I did. Thank you very much. I would like to record right now the announcement. This breaking news, the stat adjustment, I'm pretty sure I lost that. So next week, we'll talk about that. This week, I'll enjoy my award because I was just damn lucky. Yeah. Man, what the f*** were you doing? Goes to... You, sir, knocking fucks. What were you? I mean, what were you doing? We get a PSA. I'm sure you can fill it in. That was that was uh, that was not it. Because uh, w- w- was that it? Goes to you. 87 points. You do not break a hundred after a week where you went 104 last week. So w- what's what's going on? Do you, do you figure out a way to 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 right the ship? All right, let's turn on some slow music. Dim the lights. All right, I got I got a PSA for you, boys. Here's my PSA. As we have said before, do not tinker with your damn team. Here's a classic example of tinkering. I myself decided that I was going to overthink my team this week, play Cam Newton over Mr. Dak, uh, Mr. Dak Prescott. I also didn't play the wide receiver that I have because I didn't play Dak. And that right there is a 60-point swing between those three players, addition to the fact I outsmarted myself got rid of a guy Sunday morning while I'm or Saturday morning while I'm driving back home and that guy drops 27. So yes, you heard me. I just literally got rid of 87 points this week and I lost by 86 and a half. So I literally gave away a fucking win. So I don't know what the fuck I was doing this week. Anyway, 
That's been your PSA. Love you. See you on the other side of the break. So do I have to bring us back to an interview that about myself? Welcome back from the break, everyone. I thought I'd take a chance here. We're going to do things a little bit differently for this interview. Because it is the commish, we needed a little help. We can't just be a one-on-one interview. That's what most of the show is. So I had to reach back deep, deep into the cast and find someone that's been missing since the beginning of the season. So it took a long time. I had to kick up rocks, flip them over, look in. You know, there's a lot of places where fired football coaches hang out. I had to call some people, send some emails, look for Gruden, found a little bit of help. And I think in the scummiest, slimiest state in this, in this country, we found the one, the only BGR. BGR, welcome. That is one hell of an intro. Um, where do I start? Um, I don't know. Um, wow. First off, wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. We've missed you. We've missed you no. all season. Our listeners have had. You had to dig deep, 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 deep and kick up rocks. Bitch, all you had to do was send me a text message. Hey, we need some help. Can you put your (laughs) coaching addiction aside for five minutes (laughs) and, you know, help me put my big boy pants on so I can do this interview all by my lonesome? I mean, like, what the f? We were trying to. We, again, we, you, this is all your fault. The whole season is your fault because your coaching addiction took over and took over your life. Everyone was stuck with me as a fill in. Listen, so, hey, I'm sorry. I mean, some people smoke crack. Some people draw marbled chicks with their titties hanging out. Um, other guys are addicted to coaching, and, and that's just what I'm addicted to. So, listen, I, I miss being here. I, I miss doing this, but daddy needs his fix, and, and it can only be filled by bossing around, you know, semi-professional dudes one night a week. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, I don't blame you. Enough about I don't me. blame you. Enough let's, about let's you because we, yeah. we're here to learn about the one, the only, the commish. Commish, are you still here? Are you even here with us now? Yeah, man, I'm here. There's not much to learn, yo. I'm boring. You're not boring. He even tried to get out of this, by the way. He was like, no, it, it, it ain't my turn. I've been here for six years. And I was like, you haven't been asking the same, answering the same questions that the rest of us have. So let's kick it off. And and plus, I've known you for how many years? And a lot of these questions, I have no idea. Every time I meet you, you're like, I, you grew up where? You did what? You where? I don't understand that. So help us out here. First off, what's the government name? All right. Um, let's see. It's funny you ask about this because the family and I talked about this over the weekend. Uh, my family name <clears throat> or f- government name is Lee Vernon Woodbury II. It's kind of ironic. I'm almost like, uh, what's his name? Uh uh, Minshew because I am actually the only person who's ever had this birth name even though I'm a second so it's kind of weird wait a second is Garner Minshew the second not the second they just put it on there they just put it on there and technically I mean mine's kind of just on there too well I did that for your son too I call him Miles Woodbury the third so because why not no like I'm dead ass like my dad changed his first and last name in college Oh, that would make you junior, not the second. I'm, I'm technically the second, but I am the first born with this name. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, My family's trying to figure it out over the weekend. Nice. <laughs> I got to say, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that you dropped the uh, the middle name because 
back in the day that warranted some some side glare or, or some kind of like, hey, hey, dog, hey, shh, shh. you know, shut up about that. But I'm glad that you're finally secure enough with the middle name going out in public like that. Mazel tov. Man, I don't even give a shit at this point. I just, <laughs> so does I'm that old. mean you'll be releasing that long lost photo? Care. What long lost? Oh photo? oh 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 oh! What 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 what? Wait! Whoa 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 whoa! What photo? Whoa whoa! How are you gonna do something like that, man? Oh. <laughs> like the hey. only photo I could think of would have been from Ocean City. I could drop one of those. Oh no no no! This one is far worse than that. It goes back <laughs> a few years before that. You know what I'm talking about? It used to have a special place of honor in Casa de la Woodbury. Um. I'm just gonna leave it at that and, and keep the the rest of the the league in suspense about that that particular mm. photo. Oh, that photo doesn't even exist anymore, dog. That's a shame. Like that yeah, it is a shame. But anyway, oh, I want to know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, when dude, we'll when talk, I was we'll six, afterwards. Now, nah, I'll, I'll go. Now, nah, I'll go ahead and ruin all the suspense here. When I was six, my parents took me and had photos made where I had on like a little white shirt and these rainbow ass suspenders. And that photo stayed posted at my parents' house in public view for the rest of my life. If you knew me, you saw the photo. If you walked into one of my parents' homes, the Period. first thing you saw. Yeah. And this is like hey, the I was Mork cute as shit, man. I could fucking help it. <laughs> and the suspenders were the Mork and Mindy 1980s rainbow suspenders. Oh yeah, they were the Mc they were the they were the Ronald McDonald's rainbow suspenders for real. Wow. Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah, I can't help it. Pimping is pimping, dog. It's just what it was. Wow, that is. Yeah. That, I'm sorry I missed that. I real. I'm gonna. I'm, uh, let's hope. Let's hope somewhere in the world that picture still exists. No, nah, that picture's gone. Don't be a hater. <laughs> we gotta find that picture. That that is. I can't. I mean, we all have those pictures though, but it's just you know. His list. Well. The, the second question is: I'm, I'm sure there there's some events out there that that does other people don't want us to see. But those those moments that you do share with significant others, who who are your significant others? Who the who who are those moments? Who do we need to hit up for those those things that no one else knows about you? Wait, oh, yeah, hang man. On, hang on, everybody stop, knows. Stop, stop, stop. Wait, you said significant others. What is my dude Mormon all of a sudden? Hey, <laughs> I I'm not Mormon, dog. I leave it open. Well, I did. <laughs> hey, I didn't say sorry, man. It could be not, the wife and Mormon children. Dog. Those are others. <laughs> anyway, now oh, everybody knows Jen. Everybody met her. That's that's the the significant other, the wonderful wife. We've been together hell ten years. I mean that's crazy. So ten years, longer than that. Yeah, no, longer we've been married for ten. No, we've been married for ten. We've been together since '03. So yeah, eighteen, yeah. just a little bit longer. Well, we we didn't get married for the first seven and a half years, like, <laughs> so took a while. So a little got a little man running around. Miles, he's five, absolutely out of his mind. I mean, a five year old boy is some really insanely crazy shit. So it's just what it is. Ron's frozen right now, making a crazy, crazy face on my screen. He's not. He's, he's not. He's not on mine, so I get to enjoy it live. So he's making a real life crazy face. It's better when it's not frozen. Oof. Oh yeah, I need to send you this Photoshop of the face I've got stuck on mine, which is absolutely hilarious. Oof. Is it stroke esque? <laughs> maybe pre, maybe pre stroke. Oh wow, wow, that's smelling burnt toast. Oh shit, never mind. <laughs> oh, it just went away. As no. I was taking a photo, it disappeared. Of course. Oh. It did. 
Well, that's all I got. Besides the podcast and everything that we already know that you do. Ooh, look, there it is. Ooh. Ooh, that is a good one, actually. That is meme worthy. Holy shit. Nice. I like BGR that. says, get to work. <laughs> as far as a job, man, um, being an entrepreneur, I sell shoes. Um, I do contract work for IT sometimes. Like, I just. I mean, ever since I worked for Apple Dog, I just kind of, I don't really, I have a hard time seeing myself going back to an office and working for somebody else again. Like, it was fun. I mean, I advanced. I got to work for three companies all in the top 100, Forbes 100, which has been super awesome. I mean, I worked for two in the top 10, which is just stupid. But, I mean, I've had this great experience in the corporate world, but I don't like being told what to do anymore. Like, I just think it's limiting after being at Apple where they kind of push you to try and come up with new stuff. Like, if you wanted to make more money, you needed to be innovative. Like it really was. That's the push. And from there, I'm like, dude, I can do most of this on my own that I want to achieve. So, you know, that's kind of it at this point. Like, this, with this very thing, I mean, I really want to see what we can do with this. Like, at some point, I think this might be something that we can monetize. I mean we are a mix of what society is nowadays. We have something that everybody could really want to hear, but you know, it is what it is. Word. And I think you left out kind of a, a key, key factor, dude. I mean, you got to spend quality time with your, your kid. And as a dude, that's kind of rare in this country, man. I mean, you got to kind of talk about the joys of, of being a stay at home dad to a precocious young male in this uh this new millennial millennium of ours honestly dude it was hard and it sucked a lot like i'm just gonna be dead honest the reason a reason i say so is it's not it it's from my perspective from his perspective that shit was absolutely amazing i was glad i could be there and watch him do all that stuff and grow and all that but man being a dad in that situation you were absolutely isolated because 90 percent of the moms wouldn't even speak to me like I felt like I was like the outside pariah whenever we went to all the different little things for the kids and all the little community things. I can't be up in there talking to all these dudes' wives, you know what I mean, up there joking and shit with somebody else's wife like that. So, you know, it was just, it was odd. It was, it was great. It was great the time I got to spend with him, but I think he got limited by the fact that I wasn't down with the, the mom groups, so we didn't really get invited to the freaking play parts of the play games and play dates and shit like that. So, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. I appreciate every second of it. I'm glad that he's healthy. And I think I know his behavior is based off of what Jen and I want. So I'm happy with that moving forward. Right on. Well, he, he's five. It's not even close to being done yet. So keep up the good work. <laughs> and um, we'll talk to you again as he grows older. And, and I get it from the other side to be like, dude, mine are in college. And you're like, what was that like? So it, it gets more fun every year. No, nah, man, they're little jerks. I mean, I love him, but he's an absolute jerk. And then I, th I have to sit there and think, I wonder who he is like. Like, hmm, I wonder what jerk he has to model himself after. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can think of three of them that I can, like, I can Michael see Jackson's on my screen style. right now. Yeah, I'm seeing Michael Jackson man in the mirror. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, that's what it is. But no, nah, I love him, man. He's he's a blast. He makes me think of myself and all the dumb shit I did growing up. 
So, I mean, we're just now getting into Legos, which is super dope because now we can start building. So I'm really happy about that because he likes he's like right now he's real particular that he wants it to look just like the pictures. So I hope I can keep that trend for a while until he wants to get creative. Because right. once he gets creative, I'm going to walk away because it's going to make me mad. Like, <laughs> that I want him to be creative. Get off. But freestyling okay. is not something I want to participate in because I buy big sets that I want to look like the fucking pictures. So, yeah. Well, see, now the educator in me is, is screaming, no, let him have the free play. Let him be creative. Let him, you know. Oh, I will. I don't want him touching my sets doing that. Oh, he can yeah. have his own sets and do that. Nice. Like, I have, like, the whole new Seinfeld set. He's not going to touch that one. <laughs> I, I had sets that I bought and put in my office at work, and the kids never saw them. So, yeah. No, thanks. Sorry. Those are dad's Legos. <laughs> <laughs> that may sound weird, but dad has his own Lego. Okay. Well, this kind of segues into a, a really cool question, you know, being as, you know, we're all, I mean, I can, I can say it. We're, we're kind of nerdy in the fact that we like our, our comic books and our Legos and, and our grown man toys. So in that same vein, uh, Kamish, who's your favorite superhero and why? I could run through a million and try and give you all these crazy reasons why I would be this person or that person, but the one that I have cheered for for the longest is the Incredible Hulk, period. From Lou Ferrigno on, like, back in the day, that was my dude. You couldn't tell me anything. The Hulk was the baddest SOB there was. Like, once he hit cartoons, when he realized he just got bigger when he got madder and it wasn't just one size, and you're like, oh, so the anger just expands. And just, I mean, he was just, I don't know, man, being – Growing up being big and just, you know, kind of always being outsized for your age group, it was kind of like that. Like, you couldn't, you could never rage out. Like, you always had to be somewhat reserved. When other kids could be wild, you could never be wild. I mean, dude, I was the size of a grown man in seventh grade. So it's not like I could sit there and wrestle with my friends the way they wrestled with each other and did dumb shit like that. Man, I would hurt somebody. So it was always kind of, you know, it was always kind of the personality thing that, even if you got mad, I couldn't hit somebody full speed in middle school. Hmm. I would have freaking killed them. Like, <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, you have to think. You have At some point, you have to learn that. Like, somebody has to tell you that. Like, yo, you can't be normal. Like, you know, I mean, you kind of have to do that. So, yeah, that's my dude is the Hulk. Plus, when he just talks about Hulk smash, especially in Avenger movies, that shit, I love that. Yeah. Like, he just jumped on and started ripping that fucking ship apart. Like, hey. That's what's up. Like, I don't need to think about this. What are we debating? Well, he, he's, he's got the best line in most of all of Marvel, where he just picks him up, slams him around, just says, puny God, and he walks yeah. away. Yeah. Puny God. Yeah, he's like, pfft. <laughs> whatever. Well, you know, kind of speaking of whatever, let's talk about your favorite, your favorite sports teams. You can start in college, because that's a little confusing. You can touch on that, the, the pro teams, if you want, I suppose, if you're in it. I played in college, didn't have a favorite college team until I moved to Knoxville. and It kind of became UT just by living in Knoxville for 15 years. I mean, it just kind of, you know, just kind of residual. Like, it's just kind of what it is. Like, you live there, you become part of it. Because, I mean, when they're good, the, the Valley is great when UT is good. Now, when they suck, the Valley's a little, you know, a little downtrodden. But, I mean, yeah. I'm a UT fan by, I guess, residual, plus I'm married a UT grad, so it's just kind of what we are. Uh, and, and the pro teams? 
Uh, let's see here. I've been a Lakers fan since we were stationed out in Cali when I was four and four to age eight. We were stationed out in Edwards, and that's when I became a basketball fan. I was a Lakers fan. Um, shit, besides being a Lakers fan, uh, I've been a Panthers fan since they set up because I lived in Columbia, and they set up 45 minutes from the crib, so I finally had a team because I didn't cheer for anybody until they showed up. So that's my squads. I mean, it is what it is. All right. Good <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. You're not even going to ask about the other team? I, I was waiting for you to volunteer. You won the frickin'. You, you, you just go ahead. All right. So, um, in case the viewers were unaware when they unfortunately had to listen to the live broadcasts, what happened to your baseball team in 2021? Oh, well, shall we start off with this is my longest standing actual fandom because my mother is a Braves fan. So, when I was born, she took me to a Braves game when I was like three or four, like three or four before we moved out to Cali. So this is actually my longest standing fandom is to be a Braves fan. So I've been a Braves fan since I was little, and we won the World Series this year. Case y'all missed it, uh, but yeah, man, you know it's we just it. you know kind of going I, along. I, I you know really, things are just really, really tried to man. <laughs> I really oh really man, tried. yeah, it, it was it was so great. You and you were there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when they was like, oh, good. It's going to end on a Tuesday. Maybe we can talk about how bad my season is while I get to watch him win the World Series. Something. Hey, man, we'll we gave there. you Scherzer now. I mean, you know, because we beat the Dodgers and they didn't want to keep him. So now you guys got him. Well, you're that's, welcome. That's 22. We're not, we're not here to talk about that. Today's a big day to be a Mets fan. So let's go Mets. We won the paper. Uh, the paper. We won the back page award. For 2022, but again, our season will be over in July, unlike the Atlanta Braves, who are the World Series champions of 2021. Such a serious interview. Fireworks. Fireworks. Moving on, I'm gonna vomit. Um, So while we're talking about something like that, this one, this question has actually been intriguing for most of the interviews. We've had some very creative answers. The one that came up as the most fun was, of course, the life champs as the dumbest one. Um, But for you. And you, you've thought about all these questions and asked them all, what's your favorite food? Of all the time you've had to think about these, we've talked about them, that some of them connected. Wendy's, you got to come up with something better than, than freaking Wendy's. The place that has my favorite food to eat is in Birmingham, Alabama. It is called Saw's. Soul, no, Saul's Juke Joint. There's three or four locations in town, but you have to go to the Juke Joint. They have a sweet tea chicken sandwich. Say what? That is one of the most insane things I have ever had, and it is absolutely amazing. Where they brine the chicken in sweet tea? Yes. Get out. Yes. Hmm. You know, that See? breaks like seven I, I, laws of Paula Deen bro. culinary science voodoo bro. shit. Bro, it's on it's on some definite voodoo. And the whole the whole place is just everything they have there is amazing. Wow. I mean, all their salads are amazing. I mean the place is it's 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 a staple of Birmingham and they have four locations and they're all just amazing. But each location has a different specialty, which is the super dope part. So yeah, man. Saws in Birmingham, Alabama, if you're ever there. Hmm. Damn. All right. 
See, I told you it was a really long intro, and I saw your face as I I, I landed it with favorite food, and you went, "What?" Um, th <laughs> those have been some intriguing questions. I've been like, "Really, really, you want that?" Oh, okay, I see that. And then you know, Life Champs is just a dumb answer, which just makes. Hey, dude, laugh. I could I couldn't even help him. I tried to give him to resuscitate his answer, and he still fell down the dumb hole. <laughs> dumb hole. <laughs> I don't like it. Of all things, it's like any anything in the world. It could be New York pizza. It could be you know Bob's restaurant in Anchorage, Alaska. Like little thing, and you know perfect answers. He's like, I really like Wendy's. <laughs> if you want to know where the best New York pizza outside of New York is, oh boy, here we go. Here <gasps> we go. Go to St. Augustine, Florida. Go to Carmelo's Pizza. It is attached to a gas station. They actually get their water imported from New York. It is the best. New York style pizza outside of New York in the damn planet. We, I went on vacation with the Woodberries and we had a big long debate about gas station food. Is gas station food acceptable in any circumstances whatsoever? South hell of the yes. Line, yes. Dude, help, dude. Gas station fried chicken? Are you out of your mind? I'm, I'm That's one of the best fried chicken you will ever have in your life. We started this conversation off by saying white guy. Like, you know, that, that's how we started it. And uh, gas station food, I don't, I just, I can't do it. Like, you gotta go to the hood. You gotta go to the hood, to the gas station where they sell the Lucy's, right? Along with the, the 40s and all that. There'll be a counter in there, and that food will be off the motherfucking chain. Oops, I dropped the F bomb. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, they get beat. It, it's, wow. You can't describe it. And then, <sighs> Yeah, man, but it's it's in the south. Like I, I haven't found that up north. Like you can go to bodegas in New York City to get that kind of that kind of food, but it's at the gas stations here, man. Well, they don't really have the gas stations like that up north anyway, because you're walking like in There's New York City. How many gas? How many gas stations are there? Like Not I literally much. don't remember seeing gas stations on the island. They're there. They're on the outside. They're there. Like do you point. like do you, like think about walking around where we used to pop out because we'd pop out down by um Madison Square and start walking from there. Oh, well, there's yeah. nothing down there. Yeah, like I mean that's what I'm saying. But we would be down there even if we went to Upper East Side. We're still not gonna run across any gas stations because yep. we took the we took the train in. Yep. Like we only ran across bodegas. True. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the question that we're all looking for each time with each one trying to puzzle put this puzzle back together how did you get connected to this league all right let's see here i would have to say i am connected through wes because my ex and wes were in the um whatever 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 fraternity, fraternity yeah they're in the business frat and that's how i met wes and after i met wes i met you and hef when you guys lived up on the hill. You're welcome. And that, yeah, that was the first time I met you guys. And I started kicking it with y'all. And then y'all moved to Waterford and we started kicking it even more, including the time that Wes got so hammered that he couldn't make it inside the strip club, which was hilarious. And we left him outside in Hefley's car. That was even funnier. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just got to sleep it off. Sleep it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So that's how I got connected. And then. I remember I moved into the house because we were moving out of my old house. And that was right after, after that's right after Chris graduated. And I was moving out of that house in, right uh, in the hood. 
I was looking for somewhere to live, and I was at, um, hell, it wasn't Hamburger Henry's, but it was called the Beer Cellar at that point. That uh, the bar that Max and all of them used to work at, and Oz was there one night, and he walks up and he's like, "I heard you're looking for a roommate," and told me that John was moving out, and that's, and I was like, "Sure, I'll take the room," and that's how I got to know all them. And then at some point, those two walked up to me and was like, "Hey, you want to play fantasy football?" And I was like, "Sure." Hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of how it started. I mean, Matt was the OG commissioner. It's been all roses since then. Well, I thought it was, but I didn't realize Matt didn't play because we started playing for money. Because that's when I took over being commissioners when he said he wasn't going to play anymore. So, is this breaking news? Would you like to uh, resign from your position? No, nah, man, I'm good. Damn. Why, do you want this? Absolutely not. Nobody wants that, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can have it if, you're, if you really, really want this smoke. <laughs> He's like, you can have it. No thanks. No thanks. I'm good. Um, your mystery question. So I'm actually going to rob. It's come up multiple times in, 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 in recent conversations in my world, but there is a questionnaire by a certain late night talk show host, one of them, that he asked these questions. And if you answer all of them, he asked the same people these same questions, and he can basically tell what kind of human being you are. So we all won't right. go all of them, but the one that I like the best and the one that I'm going to steal is what's the one thing that you own that you really, really should throw out. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, I would probably say it's this old jacket I've had from college that I just can't seem to let go of. It was the first thing that I actually bought myself. Mm. I mean... So define I jacket. Just, so we're talking college. It's so like an old school Wilson's leather jacket. Dude, I mean, you got to understand, I went from South Carolina to Illinois. It so got like, cold. <laughs> when I got there, dude, like for real, like, bro, by the time, like, I got there in August and we went through two days and it's freaking hot. And we're having tornado warnings. So I'm like, oh, it's all good. It's like SC. Man, we got to October. Wow. Yeah, all of a sudden when the high was in like the 35s to 40s, I was like, I'm not built for this. So, yeah, man, ran to the mall, got myself a jacket. And, I mean, I've just had it forever. I don't even wear it anymore. I just have it and just probably should let it go. But, I mean, the funny part is besides that, I don't keep a lot of anything. I'm not one to keep a lot of memorabilia. Like, I barely have anything from when I played. I threw most of that stuff away because I just, I just don't have a lot of stuff that I carry with me moving forward. Hey, let it go. Live it. Let it go. Uh, what are some loving advice for the other owners in this league? As the as the commission, you know, uh, the stats, it, they don't lie. You have the most wins in the regular season. You have the most wins in the playoffs. You have the most rings. What? How did you do it? What is the advice you have for the rest of us? I take more risk than everybody else. I mean, it, it's really that simple. Like, if you look at the number of moves, like, I mean, I'll go ahead and give you this one because we'll probably talk about it on the main show. But I do dumb shit all the time, and usually I make up for it by covering, by, by something good happening for me. This past week, I did the exact opposite. I cost myself 87 points based off of tinkering while I was traveling home in my car from uh, going to see Baker and them in Clarksville. Like, I cost myself 87 points, like straight up 87 points this past week. So if I don't lose by more than 87 points, I cost myself a win. 
but I do that shit all the time. But normally I might catch a break somewhere and grab somebody and you see them pop. That's because if you look at transactions, I've got like damn near a hundred. And that shit happens every year I lead the league in transactions because I just try players. And if it doesn't work, I'll try a new player. And I'm always looking for people at the end of the bench to see who's going to get hurt. And I'm always trying to project forward. And that's it. So you just run through a lot of players. I mean, that's, that's really how I go at this. Like, you can't, like, there's certain ways you can go at it by trying to just have straight up guessing. And then other ways you can eliminate a lot of the guessing by just running through a lot of the people. I mean, what does it hurt to cycle through two or three people a week? Nothing. See if you catch a hold of one. You never know. Well, you also get incredibly lucky a lot of the times. That's what I'll say. Uh, You have a lot of help from the rest of us. I've helped you directly with at least two or three of those rings, so you're welcome. Um, We all, in in your loving words, (laughs) we hope you lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. It always sounds good to have someone else tell me that. Yeah, we hope It means you care. It means you care. Well, I know. The, the person who cares the most now, we had no choice. We, we, he showed up. <laughs> we said, hey, you got a rival. Um, you have to hate this person the most. What loving words do you have for your rival? Man, after this past week, if you had caught me two, three days ago, I probably would have read out on the riot act and probably talked all kinds of smack about his squad. But after the beatdown that I have assumed over this last 24 hours, Ooh, I'm kind of t- tucking my tail. It's and just saying, at least it's not 100. Yeah, that's about exactly it. At least it's not 100. It's 90. So, yeah, it's not 100. That's all I care about. <laughs> but besides that, now, man, Alan, all I got to say to you is I will see you soon, and I will see you in the playoffs. So just know I've been there before. Everything's different, homie. Everything is different. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's awesome. Well, fellas, um, thanks for for reaching out and kicking the rocks, and you know, <laughs> dropping the telegram down to the, the slime capital, of the United States. Um, <laughs> I mean, I said it before, and you didn't, you didn't know, you don't listen to our show. You you left us, and now you don't even listen to us. I've said loving words. I've missed you. It's almost the trade deadline, and I said I really, really, really miss Ron. I would like to make some offers and some deals, and he's just not here. So he really did say that. I did. I did. Yeah, you, he's been included you, in the last you, couple episodes, man. You, you can hear that anywhere you get your your podcasts. So go ahead, listen. It's the cast. Welcome back from the break. Let's talk about some divisions as we finish the season the last three games are interdivision so in volunteer currently right now we have wad at 11 and one running back lives matter at six and six louisville backbreakers at five and seven and he's back at two and ten dude that's that's the fifth loss in a row for louisville backbreakers as mentioned earlier bro you start off at five and two it, it's the fourth loss for he's back but he did not start out at, at that beautiful pace. <laughs> Jumping over to Rocky Top. Uh, got Nuck in a tight one, sitting at eight and four at the top. We got F. Yeah, now at seven and five after winning four in a row and a chance to tie for the top of the division this week. Shomer Shabbos at five and seven in the playoffs. And we have the Life Champs one game out of being in the playoffs, which means my entire division it has a chance at being in the playoffs after you kept knocking my division all year. Well, just to be clear, 
Do you feel the heat? I mean, he's got four in a row. Oh, yeah, man. He's got four in a row. If he wins, I'm stuck. Like I, like I said, I, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, not happy. Well, let's jump over to Smoky Mountain. There we have chicken dinner, eight and four. Urban Achievers, seven and five. Kind of okay, five and seven. And Herb at four and eight. Two wins in a row for Mr. Moon and myself. Barney's right there. You realize that we all also stand a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, Identi- identical yeah. record over there in Rocky Top. So, yeah, but we have the tiebreaker, obviously, because the Shomer is currently in. Mm. But let's get to that. Speaking of the Shomer is currently in, all this wraps around to the playoffs. And like I just said, the number seven seed is the Shomer Shabbos at five and seven. Six seed, Running Back Lives Matter at six and six. The four and the five are Urban Achievers and Effia at seven and five. Then you got Nuck and Chicken Dinner at eight and four, and the Wad at one. The Wad is guaranteed in. Nuck and Chicken Dinner are guaranteed to be part of the tie. Um, at worst, if we lose out, we would be a part of a uh, tie at eight wins. Nine wins is the automatic number. Any team that hits nine wins, you're guaranteed to be in the playoffs because not enough teams can get to nine wins. So, I mean, you're looking best right now. Eight wins will put you into a tie for the last spot. More than likely, it's probably going to float around seven wins. So a team that goes seven and eight could probably get in this year, which is absolutely crazy. But I told you to start the season that somebody with a losing record would probably get in the playoffs. I hope it's me. Dude, you're one game out. <laughs> you're one game out of a tie for the seventh spot, and it's just it gets crazy. Like, that's the crazy part. You were in last place three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I still feel like I'm in last place because we're talking about the Mikey and who is in the Mikey. Well, there's only one person this week was a a week. Wad brother-in-law, you are welcome to that top bracket. We're not talking about that one, whatever. Um, but the Mikey, it has a host. Oslo, you are a hundred percent. You're in this tournament, whether you want to be or not, whether or not you're the last place still, it seems likely, especially if you look at life champs, urban achievers, kind of okay, backbreakers. If things work out, we, there could be a five-way tie um, at, at five and eight next week. So let's hope and see what happens there. This is exciting. So we'll, we'll, let's see. I'm going to keep winning. Um, probably not, but we'll see. I mean, bro, like <laughs> Leach has just kept plummeting each week. Like, Barney has stayed pretty consistent about where he's been, four or five in that bracket, just kind of hanging out in the tie. But Leach, man, I mean, it's just, you've just, I mean, you plummeted down. Like, you were sitting in, like, third place in the league, third or fourth place in the league. I mean, it's, you got to turn something around, man. I know the whole Derek thing threw you off, but there's got to be something you can do. But, I mean, it's crazy that spots number 10 and 11 are one game out of the last playoff spot. Well, we're, we're going to break tradition, and I'm actually going to bring up the numbers. So let's talk about that. This week's number is actually one. So thinking about these playoffs and how this works out, there, there's one game out of the playoffs for the number 10 and 11. So that's me and Halfley. One person, Oslo, is in the Mikey no matter what. One game and out of one team for Barney, Wes, and Leach, one of you could get into the playoffs. Max, you're one game back from the commish. Lee, you're one game in, you win, you're in the playoffs. Same with Howell. Baker, you're the only one team at 500. 
Okay, and you're the baseline. So basically, it looks like one team under 500 is going to get in. Everyone, this was this week is uh, is, is going to be fun. <laughs> this week is brought to you by the number one. No, I mean seriously, dude, that's crazy. Like this, this is a big move week because it's going to determine a lot as far as locking up playoff spots and stuff like that. Because I mean, by the end of this week, we could have three playoff spots locked up and two and two more. Well, yeah, we could have three locked up and one more guaranteed. So we could have four spots guaranteed by the end of the weekend, which would be dope. So I mean that that that's absolutely insane. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Let's take a break, and then we get to see what's going to actually take place and what matchups we have coming up this week. I'm excited. Yeah, man, I'm excited. So we got back from the break fast. No point in waiting around. Let's get to these projections for week 13. Lucky number 13, if you're a gambling man, this is the week that you got to go all in on a lot of teams because everybody needs to win this week. Well, what you got, G? Well said. Thirteen holds true because it's thirteen and nine. You hold the the overall record. You and Max, you're plus ten on your season average. ESPN has it at fifteen. In week one, that was a win for you. That was a thirty point victory. So, uh, you thirty points for you. That's a lot. You could you could drop it at, at any minute. <sighs> yeah, man. I I just can't tinker after set my roster. I just. I just, I'm going to try really hard you got four in a not row. to do something dumb this week. I know he's got he's, four in a row, man. I got to be focused. He's on a streak. Speaking of streak, I got two in a row. Barney, I'm coming for you. It is record seven and five. Barney, you have the, the overall. I caught up because week one, I won by a lot. It was a dub club victory. I hope my team overperforms and does that again. ESPN has the spread at three. I hope it's me. Life chance. Yeah, man. It's going to be close, but you guys, I mean, Barney, I'm no longer projecting him to be anything other than what he is because every week he's just right about right about 130. <laughs> he's just kind of okay. Yeah, just kind of okay. Live champs, Shomer Shabbos. It's uh wow, that's uh I don't know who I super important matchup is what this is. This is a huge matchup, especially for everybody sitting there at that baseline. With the five wins, like, dude, this is huge. This definitely beats him. That means that the top of that win, the top of the last spot could stay at five wins. This one upsets me because Life Champs has the overall record 14 and nine. Uh, Life Champs won the first week at the spread, only has, has it at, at five and ESPN. And season average for us is plus six to, to Shomer. So they, they, it's going to be an in. I, I kind of, I. I don't really know. I know who I want to win, but I would never say it publicly. You have to say it publicly. You want life champs to win. You need Shomer Shabbos to slow down. I mean, it's just what it is. You want the you want the bottom number to stay as low as possible. The next matchup, it's pretty close. We have Moon and Mr. Howell. Season average is plus 17. Howell, ESPN has it at plus 7. It's season overall average Overall record is five and four, and Moon holds that one. Chicken dinner wore veiled in week one. This one every week is important. So division rivalry. Um, I hope they beat each other because I get one of them next week. Yeah, man. And like we talked about the fact before, I mean, this is big for Moon. 
I mean, Moon gets the win here, and you talked about it before. This is Moon's first guaranteed winning record in the last since he's been back, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's huge. A, a winning season. That's his first winning season. That would be weird. Because, yeah, he used to come. He's like, no, no, I'll just be about middle of the board and miss the playoffs. Like, that was his exact words to start the year. Could be. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Could be the start of something huge. Something that's it's pretty important, actually. Running back lives matter. He's back. That's the next game that's up. The only team that, that doesn't have a losing record against running back lives matter is he's back. It's two and three. So a victory this week, it goes to 500. Running back Lives Matter easily took it in week one. The spread is large for both ESPN and us. Good luck. He's back. See what you can do. Come on, he's back. Ruin the party for everybody, man. That's the best you can do right now is play spoiler, throw out some dubs, mess up some other people's seasons, man, because you just, it's, come on, dog, don't roll over. You got this. Speaking of rolling. In our last matchup, yeah, this guy, don't roll over, Leach. Well, I mean, even if you do, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, it pretty much doesn't <laughs> matter. This was fun. I The first time this was, I didn't write a zero because this is the first time it's been a double a, a match, a secondary matchup um, that Leach has gone all the way around. First time it didn't work out well for him. Wad, that was the first one of, of many beating of us. The spreads are close. Wad is plus 16 for, for the Alki League stats. ESPN has it at plus 15. So, we'll, oh, it's Wad. He's, he's beating us all. There's no reason to bet against him. Yeah, man, I can't bet against him. But, Leach, man, you need a miracle here, homie, because you definitely, you definitely need a win if you want to try and stay in competition for that playoff spot. I mean, you get a win here, and that kicks you up to six wins. You might be in complete control of that last playoff spot. So huge, huge matchup. But, I mean, the only, the only thing bigger than that is going to be the fact that we're going to go ahead and wrap this show up and get all this out the door. Big things we need to remember. Injuries, injuries, injuries. They're popping up everywhere. Make sure that your kids are playing because I know I got like three or four that have Ds and starting to get those good old Os. So we'll see what happens. Uh, COVID. Man, with the new variant, from what they're saying, you might not get as sick, but more people are going to get sick. So, I mean, and I know the cowgirls are going through it because half their coaching staff is done. So just be careful. You know, keep your mask game tight. Don't don't let up when you're in big crowds, man. Don't be dumb. Uh, keep up with the players that are in and out because there are going to be a bunch of people on COVID buys. Remember, like we said, and we keep repeating, there's a three-way tie with a sub-500 record for the last playoff spot. That means everybody in the league is still in it except for Oslo. Sorry, bro. It's just kind of what it is. Quick thing, like we said earlier, nine wins. Nine wins you're in. Eight wins you have at least a tie for the last spot. Honestly, that number is probably going to be lower than that. You're probably looking at six, maybe seven to get into the playoffs. I mean, that's really it. You've got it. Trade deadline. If you are listening to this, it is tonight at midnight. Don't try and give me a shout or a text after midnight asking me to approve a damn trade. It's not going to happen. Hey, keep your mask game tight. You got anything for him, G? Trade deadline. I got some players. Who wants to move some stuff? Let's make some dumb trades. I'm here to make people better. Yeah, speaking of the number one, that's there's only been one trade in our league. So the number one, once again, there it comes back. This whole episode has been brought to you by the number one. 
because I took one hell of an ass whooping this week. Once again, repeat the number one. So it just kept going on. And you know what else is great? That we're going to get the hell out of here because we had a great night. Uh, love, peace, Afro Grease. You got it, G? One. Hey, we're out. Call it what you want to call it. I'm a alcoholic. Bring it if you really want it. Ain't got to put no extras on it. Call it what you want to call it. I'm a alcoholic. Bring it if you really want it. Ain't got to put no extras on it. Yo, I'm in the-